The Golden Beetle. Many years ago, somewhere in China, a stomach growled. It growled that long, mournful moan of someone who hadn't eaten in many, many days. You might have been forgiven for thinking that such a sound wouldn't be heard over the nearby roar of the rushing river, or the shrieks of the eagles as they flapped over the nearby mountains. But you'd be wrong. Such was the scale of this hunger. In a small village near the bridge that passed over the river lived Widow Wang. Widow Wang was an old woman. She had one son and two pets, a cat and a dog. Widow Wang's husband had died many years before, leaving the family with no way to make money. Every day, Widow Wang's son went out into the market to try and find work for the day. Sometimes he would come home clutching a small bag of coins, enough to feed them for that night. Many days, however, he would return empty-handed, his stomach growling more loudly than before. Widow Wang looked around the room and she saw her cat and her dog. Both of them, their ribs were showing. They were so painfully thin. She was on the verge of allowing them to run free and fend for themselves among the village. Such was the type of person that Widow Wang was. One day, after her son had left, Widow Wang tried to distract herself from her gnawing hunger by doing some housework. She had picked up a duster and she started to dust one of the mantelpieces of the house when she had to sit down. So weak was she. She was drifting off to sleep, dreaming of her favourite food, pork buns, when three swift knocks at the door woke her. Confused, she approached the door and opened it to see the flowing orange robes of a monk. Widow Wang immediately began to panic, for monks only came knocking on doors for one reason in these parts, to ask for food. Widow Wang hadn't the heart to tell him that she'd not any food in the house, and indeed she'd not eaten for many, many days now. But the monk just stood there, smiling as she tried to apologise, making excuses for why she didn't have any food to spare. Once she'd finished, the monk, still smiling, spoke calmly. I am not here for food. I am not here to ask for anything. Instead, I am here to give you something. Widow Wang was confused. Monks didn't own possessions in this part of the world, and they certainly didn't go around giving things away. She asked the monk what he meant. Well, you see, your son has come to the temple every day for the last few weeks, and every day he has prayed continually and openly for you, just you, not even for himself, just for you, his mother. He prayed that you would have enough food and strength to carry on to the next day. And then he leaves. The monk continued to speak. 
Because of the selflessness and the devotion of your son, powers beyond our comprehension have decided to reward you. The monk held a hand out, holding a small golden object glittering in the early morning sunlight. This is for you, said the monk, and passed Widow Wang the small golden object, which, when she held it close, she saw was in the shape of a golden beetle. The monk then explained how this magnificent, magical item works. Once the monk had left and Widow Wang had shut the door behind him, she stood staring at the golden beetle, thinking about what the monk had told her to do. Not quite believing that it was to be true, she took a large metal pot and placed it over the fire. Into that pot she poured boiling water and then the golden beetle. She placed the lid on the pot and then she closed her eyes and wished. She wished harder than she had ever wished for anything before, for her favourite food in the world, steamed pork buns. She thought for minute after minute, imagining the smell, imagining the taste, imagining the soft, squishy texture of the dough and the delicious, warming filling inside. She opened her eyes, not quite believing that such a trick would work, and she opened the pot. She stood amazed. There, in front of her very eyes, was a large metal pot filled to the brim with delicious steamed pork buns. Widow Wang could scarcely believe her eyes. Her stomach moaned in anticipation of what she was about to eat. And then, she ate one. It was as delicious as she expected, so she had another, and another, and another. Widow Wang ate, and ate, and ate, until she could eat no more. Then, seeing that there were still buns left, she fed some to the cat and some to the dog, who ate, and ate, and ate, until they too lounged on the floor, full and sleepy. And still, there were buns in the pan. Suddenly, Widow Wang heard the familiar crunch, crunch, crunch of shoes walking up the hill towards the house. Seeing out of the window that it was her son, she ran out to meet him, throwing her arms around him and talking excitedly about the golden beetle and the powers it possessed. The son didn't know quite what to think, and as Widow Wang dragged him back towards the house, he thought that she might finally have gone mad through hunger. She showed him the pot, still quite full of delicious steamed pork buns and offered him one. He tasted it, the juice running down the side of his mouth. And he struggled to understand quite why, quite how his family had been blessed by such a miracle. Widow Wang told him about the monk and about the prayers, about how it worked. And the two of them spent the rest of the evening conjuring up every type of food they could imagine. They feasted and feasted and feasted until the first light of the following morning, when there was still so much food left that 
they went out into the village and gave it to people that they saw. Unfortunately, for every person in the world who wishes good, there is another who wishes bad. And as Widow Wang went around the village sharing her food and her gift with the people, some neighbours started to huddle in the shadows and whisper of the magic and the deals that Widow Wang had made to get the secret for all this food. Between them, they decided that Widow Wang was probably stealing the food and that she needed investigating. One woman, Mrs. Sky, said that she would go to the house the following night to find out what she could 